My name is Dr. Austin Tay, and you are listening to Psych Chat. Hi there, welcome to episode 33 of Psych Chat. Continuing the Productivity at Work series, today I want to talk about how to say no. Let's take a moment to think about the last time you say no. I'm sure this is not easy to do when you are always helpful or do not know how to say no. Especially at work, it is not easy to say no when your manager is asking you to take on another task, adding to your already overspilling workload or to decline help others. Some of the common reasons I have heard include how can I tell my manager I cannot do an additional task? This will not look good on my performance. If I do not help, others might think I am not a team player. I do not want to let others think that I am not capable. I have no choice. Everyone wants my help. I am frustrated, but I do not know what else to do. I want to avoid creating conflict at work. Do these reasons resonate with you? Do you revert to these reasons when you believe that there is nothing you can do? It is interesting hearing these reasons. They are all valid reasons, but looking at them, you will realize that they are subjective perspectives. That is, it is the perception of those who believe that saying no is impossible. We all find reasons to prevent ourselves from feeling uncomfortable in saying no to others. It is not a proper form and will be frowned upon, especially in a work context. However, the impact of saying no can be manifold. When we do not say no, Others assume we are okay with the extra work or that we can help them. In turn, when we accept without raising concerns, we become overwhelmed and we can never complete our tasks. Thus, we will spend more time trying to keep up with our work, which can take a toll on us. We ended up feeling frustrated and stressed and living in a vicious cycle. So why are we not able to say no? Are some of us born with the capability to do so, while most of us are not wired to do so? Let us look at this in depth. Firstly, all of us are different, and we might use different approaches to deal with this issue. Most of us will cower and not try to raise concerns, which is why we suffer. The fear of speaking up can be crippling for most of us. Thus, we start to think subjectively and look for reasons to justify our inertia. That is, not saying no. It is essential to look at the reasons for the fear we hold. Then it is necessary to look at the causes and evaluate whether they are assumptions or truths. We assume, which is natural behavior based on our past experiences, hearsay, or association. However, unless these assumptions are verified, they remain as assumptions. 
The danger occurs when we take assumptions to be truths. In doing so, we will step into fear and start associating past experiences with or even exaggerating the context or situation. All of this impacts our ability to have clarity and worst of all, our mental wellness. So, what we need to do is to ask. For example, speak with your manager and ask, if you cannot take on an additional task, how would that affect your performance? Or, I would love to help, however, I have plenty on my plate. Could you ask someone else? Or, I already have many tasks, and if you can wait a few days, I will be very happy to help. Now, you'll be surprised by their answers. Sometimes, because we do not say, people assume that we are okay with taking on those additional tasks. Remember, we are all busy, and while we want to help others, we can only do so when we can manage our tasks. Now, another reason we hesitate to say no is the feeling of learned helplessness. Because we have tried in the past, but nothing has happened. We start to believe that no matter what we try, it will remain the same. Similarly, this does not help. When you have given up, you are essentially giving away the power of being in control. Yes, you hear me right. When you decide not to take action, you give others the right and power to decide for you. Now, I want to have a caveat here. I'm not asking you to rebel and say no to everything at work. That would not be right. What I am suggesting is that we have a choice. We need to speak up when we know that we are maximizing our capacity. If we do not do that, we are equally complicit in contributing to our stress and frustrations. To be able to say no takes much courage because it is not something that many are used to. However, this skill can be learned and incorporated into our daily lives. To say no effectively, it is essential to understand the reason for doing so. Many people I've coached believe that because they work for organizations that have offices globally, um, their work might include supporting role or consulting, they feel obliged to work beyond their working hours. Now, I have been there, staying up to be on a call late at night and in the wee hours of the morning, then feeling tired the following day, knowing that you still need to shoulder on. Another benefit of saying no is being able to pace yourself. You control your work when you have time to evaluate, strategize, and prioritize. You have more say in your workflow and how best you can be productive and effective. Part of being in control is that you can start to delegate tasks to others. When we can pace ourselves at work, we are helping ourselves to create a balance in how we manage our work and also ourselves concerning our own well-being. When we are not in the fittest of mind and lack the energy to perform, we will not be effective and productive. 
we will only be offering subpar work standards. On the other hand, when we do not have a conducive work environment that encourages us to speak up, saying no becomes an insurmountable task. So, what can organizations do? When your employees feel overwhelmed and overburdened, it is an excellent indication to revisit your workflow and processes. Other issues will ensue when your employees cannot perform to their potential because they are overworked. They will fall sick, feel demotivated, and eventually leave the organization. Your job as an organization is to create a conducive environment for your employees to work in. I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Side Chat. If you have any comments or suggestions, please send them to sidechat at omnisite.com or tweet them to site underscore chat. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Psych Chat. This podcast is brought to you by Omnisite Consulting. We are a team of psychologists with a wealth of experience in working with individuals, teams and organizations in the areas of coaching, executive selection, assessment and development, career transitioning and workplace intervention. Omnisite Consulting exists to solve the critical issues facing our clients, both large and small. Our approach is to tailor-make each service to meet the requirements of our clients. Our broad range of services and solutions help individuals and organizations to facilitate change, achieve their vision, and optimize performance and productivity.